Blog Talk Radio. Thank you for taking the time to listen to another podcast episode of Will Take On Sports. I'm the host, Will Walker. I want to take this opportunity to invite you to listen to me live on Monday at Thursday morning at 7 o'clock Eastern, 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Just go, just download the Spreaker app and type Will Take On Sports in the search menu. Or if you're listening to this on Facebook or Blog Talk Radio or any of the different platforms that podcasts can be listened on, just click the link in the description box. Today's podcast, who's uh, 23? Giannis is a matchup nightmare. Giannis and the Bucks absolutely destroyed Philadelphia last night. Going to get into that with these lovely gentlemen. Mr. Walter Strong, Mr. Derek Wilson, and Mr. Zach Flournoy. Hello, gentlemen. How are you doing on this fine Sunday? <laughs> doing well, my friend. Doing well. Yes, sir. At the time of this podcast recording, it is late in the fourth quarter between the Boston Celtics and the Los Angeles Lakers. Tie ball game. Jason Tatum went off early, kind of cooled down, but I am actually watching this game as we are recording. What do you guys think about this game? Anybody watch my son all day. <laughs> oh, and I'm just been on daddy. I'm just duty. waking up. I ain't gonna lie to you. I'm just waking up, so oh. I don't even get the chance to see it. Uh, you'll see yeah. the highlights. As I thought it was. It. Sports. Yeah, what's you don't want to watch sports today, bro. Yeah, me. I see. What's up, Lou? How you doing, man? All right. Back and forth game. I like it. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I didn't think Boston had that in them. I didn't think Boston had this in them on the road, especially Jason Tatum. Like I said, he, he had a very good first half, kind of cooled off in the second half, but that's what happens in the NBA. Once they start paying attention to you, things kind of change for you. All right, guys, let me, let's get into what uh, the association is back since the last time we recorded. It was last Sunday, and it was the All-Star game, but now the NBA is back in full swing, not just the Lakers and the Celtics. But we got Milwaukee, who is absolutely just running away with the Eastern Conference right now. Can anybody stop Giannis and the Bucks in the East or for the or in the NBA? Derek, what you think? No, I do not. Um, I actually think everybody is hollering about the two LA teams, but I really think Milwaukee is by far the best and most complete team in the NBA. I like what they uh, what ownership did. Ownership gave Giannis all the stuff that he can't do great. He can do a lot of stuff really awesome. He's not a great shooter, so they got him great shooters. They got him athletic, movable big men who can make shots from the perimeter to open up the paint. They gave him guards who can defend the split. I, I, I like what they put around him. To me, they're in a perfect position to go win it all. And Without I like Giannis. I think he can do it without another superstar. Kawhi just showed us we can do it without another superstar. 
I like what he did. What he did was he started to fix all the holes in his game to take away the stuff that you could take away from him. And to me, I, I like the fact that he's doing it early. Remember, LeBron, LeBron had to get embarrassed in the finals twice before he finally decided to start fixing the holes in his game. Remember, he didn't like to play in the post. He wasn't a, uh, a he was a decent shooter, but you can tell he really didn't put the kind of work into it that he started to put in after he got beat by Dallas. And when the Spurs beat him, he didn't go fix any of that stuff. I like what Giannis has done. Giannis took away all the stuff that you can take away from him. Now you really don't have any options as far as how to deal with him. You really don't. Mr. Florinori, what you think? Uh, I, I, you know what? My thing is, I can't add. Um, Derek summed it up perfectly, but I was going to ask Derek. So you're saying right now that 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 old, you know, you know the old saying, just let him get his and defend everybody else won't work now, right? <laughs> no, it's not. It's, it's not going to okay, work. No, I'm being serious. For the, simple, okay. for the simple fact of the way that he plays, like, okay, when you had uh-huh. Dwight Howard and Boston tried that, it worked because you uh-huh. could just clamp down on the shooters because Dwight didn't hurt you from the perimeter. It would give the ball to Dwight right. in the paint and watch what he do. He kind of destroys your defense because he can start. He can get a running start from the backside uh-huh. of the defense and go score in four seconds. Like, he'll okay. take like five steps and be all the way across half court to the basket. That's so true. that takes that away. You can't hang out and be like, we just going to play him one-on-one and cover all the shooters because he's going to get 60 and he's going to foul out your whole front line. It's, right. it's like it's like a mobile – he's like a mobile stack who's starting to develop a mid-range and a long-range game. Like it's, it's, it's kind of pick how you die. I guess that's what you could call it. Yeah. Okay. There you go. Go ahead, go ahead Will. And I want to see what Derek has to say about that. And I, I'm, He's correct. Let's see what Lou has to say. Lou, what you think about Giannis? Uh, Derek says he doesn't need another superstar. Uh, do you agree with that? I, I agree, but I do think that the only challenge that the uh, Yucks have, I mean the Bucks have, is probably the Lakers. I mean, you know, look how far they have come from just last season alone. They're the best in the Western Conference. So that's the only real threat that the uh, Bucks, I think, have. You dis- so you're discounting the Clippers and the Jazz and the Nuggets and possibly Houston. Yeah, possibly Houston. I mean, the yeah. Clippers, no way. They're, they're, they're nowhere in comparison to the Lakers. Uh-uh. Can I, can, I, can I add a little bit to what Lou said? I, 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 sure. I tend to agree with Lou. The only reason why I agree with Lou is because the Clippers are way too small inside. Yeah. They they just they too small inside. I don't care what that oh, we're gonna play small ball. The books have shown everybody we are not gonna do what you do. They don't try to go small. What they did was found big people who could shoot. Giannis, oh, yeah. Giannis and, and Brooke Lopez says and Robin Lopez cover up a ton of mistakes that they may be able to be be forced into by having to play smaller. And they can play four out with two bigs on the floor plus Giannis. Because all their bigs can shoot three, so you know what I mean. It's like a it's like a huge version of what Houston does. What what are you gonna do with that? You know what I mean. The Lakers Nothing. are the only team with enough bigs to handle that decently. But Dwight Howard don't play on the perimeter. Javale McGee don't play on the perimeter, and Kyle Kuzma is too small to handle Giannis or the Lopez brothers. So aside from LeBron, what do you do with that? Hmm. 
Anybody? Use all your files? It happened. <laughs> hey, listen, yeah. that ain't working no more. That ain't working no more. Huh? He's, he's getting close to 80% this year. That's not working no more. No, but what I'm saying is, eventually you might, he might get tired of getting hit across the hand, and then he's going to lose his cool. <laughs> no, he gets no, tired he of getting hit. No, he's going to do his cheap mugging you and keep dunking no. on you. That's all he's going to do. Right. Right. Now, I know he's not that type of dude. I, 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 you know, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but I was going to say, look, use all your he, files. He, he has he has just the right amount of anger to play the way that he played. Like he played pissed off. Like he wanted to just murder the next dude. Like I love to watch him. As, I think as soon as he sees Joel and beat, like his his heart starts pumping. Like that dude don't want it when oh. his head starts flashing. Oh, definitely. He's like yes, uh-huh. he's here. <laughs> you started all the game. That's because Joel did a lot of talking. Yeah, mm-hmm. he was already right. though. You could tell as soon as he saw LeBron, he was down like hell. Uh-huh. Yeah, this is what I've been uh-huh. waiting for. I want to tell everybody how many times I'm throwing your shots in the stand. Like you could tell, he's that dude that can't wait to to put a stamp on you. Wow. And then that, but here's here's the, what's funny to me about the whole Giannis thing is that there are teams that's preparing for his free agency, like he like he wants to leave Milwaukee. Like he already he leave Milwaukee, but. Yeah, right. like he's already gone. Like he's already made, you know, those those inclinations that he's leaving. And there's no – I mean, he seems happy in Milwaukee to me. He Like, I agree with you, Derek. He has the perfect um, uh, guys around him that complement this game tremendously. But let's see if yeah. he does it in the playoffs because he had that great regular season last year and up until the Eastern Conference Finals when uh, Siakam and um, Kawhi was able to kind of like wall him off a little bit. He had a little rough time, so let's see. He's okay. got to do it in the playoffs. That's the main thing. Can I can I can I give you a counter to that one? Go ahead. Last year he had last year he really had one decent big who could who could kind of spread the floor for him. Uh-huh. What his team did, and, and the reason why I think he's not going to leave Milwaukee is because his ownership was smart. They went out, they got the other Lopez brother, they bought in Kyle Korver, and they bought in him some motion. Listen, wall them off. By all means. Wall them off. When you think in, you what? Number two in the league in three points. They they mall the people because everybody sinks into the paint. Oh, we're gonna keep we're gonna keep Giannis from scoring. They now his shot's not gonna fall. This defense though got better. Eric Bledsoe even improved as a three point shooter because when you're standing out there and nobody's around you, it's real easy to knock them shots in. I, this year in the playoffs, I think it's gonna be a cakewalk. I don't care what Toronto do. I think if Giannis's mind is right, they gonna murder everybody. In uh-huh. It's gonna be like one of them, one of them fourteen and two runs through the East. I don't think it's gonna be close. Ooh. I don't care. I don't care. I listen. I love the Heat. I love Bam. Bam is my dude. I'm, I'm a Bama for uh-huh. life already. But I don't see it. I don't see it. Boston. I like Jason Tatum, but I, I, when it comes to playing Milwaukee and having to stop that dude for four quarters, it just ain't gonna happen. It's just not going to happen. I, I think it's – Some reason I, I just don't, don't sound right. Him, Milwaukee. Yes. Yeah. Hey, man. It, 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 it's <laughs> not even just that. It's just not him. I'm I'm not a – you have a lot more faith in his teammates than I do. I don't, I don't have any faith in Chris Middleton. I don't have any faith in Eric Bledsoe. None at all? Um, I know 
None at all. I know Robert. Wow. I, I know Robin Lopez joined that that roster. Uh, I like Wes Matthews, but I think that's a bad trade off from Malcolm Brogdon to Wes Matthews. Uh-huh. Um, I like Brooke Lopez. I like what he's done. He sucked when he played for the U.S. basketball team over the summer, but he's a great compliment to Giannis because all he's a he he's a great defender of the of the paint. He's not a shot blocker, but he does he right. has he make he does he, he's in great position. Um, to be a, a defender or deterrent in the paint, in the paint. So, but still, I'm not sold on the rest of those guys. I think Giannis is real deal. I'm sorry, I, I truly believe that, and I agree with you. Bam can't stop him. Siakam can't stop him. Joel Embiid, he showed last night. He's too quick for Joel Embiid, and he's too big for Ben Simmons, and he's too big right. for uh, Al Horford, and too quick for Al Horford. So, and the Celtics have zero that can stop him. Those other guys, at least, can get it. Yeah, those other guys I mentioned can get in his way. The Celtics have right. – they don't have a guy that would be interested in picking him up from half court. I'm watching them play right now. So, yeah, I agree. It, it should be uh, a 12-1 to 1 or 12-0 or maybe at the worst 12-2 walk to the NBA Finals for the Milwaukee Bucks. And we are joined by Mike Walker, his late self. You are now fine. For being late. Wait, wait, what's up, Mike? Well, I, well, I, I heard all, I heard all that. I heard all that garbage y'all were talking about myself. Nobody said it. I heard all that garbage y'all were talking about. Hey, you are the man. You are the man. You are the it's not gonna be one against seven, though, Mike. That dude got a spot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he he ain't got gonna a bunch of yeah. Games, Mike, you're wrong. You're wrong, Mike. You're wrong. You don't have okay, a bunch of household yeah, names, yeah. but Toronto, Toronto just got one without a bunch of household names. Don't like the Yonkers. But they, they, they had, they had a house, they had a household name, and then they, 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 they had some liquid plumber too. What's the little guard that he's been there before? So, so darn, no, 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 no. Who was the liquid plumber? What's the little guard name? The guard uh, that they, they kept. The one that stayed there, they, they got rid of one and they kept the other one. Oh, you can Okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, okay. All right. <laughs> all right. Well, I, ain't, I ain't worried. My, my stuff is going to be all right. But then they your referees ain't giving myself no help today. God dang. Oh Lord! What 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 happened? Stop what happened the in the game that oh, made you think the refs are not helping you out today, Mark Mark Cuban? Because Mark uh, Cuban been crying. Uh, he was crying about the refs know, right? a couple of days ago. So what are you crying? What are you crying about? The officiating about Mike? I mean, I just see seen a uh, man knock the ball out of bounds, and, and the biggest thing, the referee right there at the at the play. He's not even making the call. It's the man that's at half court making the call and keep that can't see. That's that's what I'm talking about. That might be his own. Then, oh, he is zone, but he got some. But he got the best eyes in the world. <laughs> he got some. He, hey, I said I would meet you. I said I. Yeah, but yeah, but sometimes he may be getting hundred fifty fifty strikes to, uh, to hey. keep the bed line good. Hey, 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 Mike, I'm with you except for this one thing. I, I agree with a great coach who said no game is lost on one play. It's a whole bunch yeah, of little bitty plays. Yeah, see, see that coach that said that he was he was the one that, he was the one that won. 
Uh, he point. was the but, one that won. But there, there is no game that's lost on one on one play. My I be during the final. You sound like the game fan when that when that when that pass interference call was called uh, against against Ohio State. All they had to call that we won the game. All them plays that led up to that particular uh, play. And, well, and then but, you gonna cry about that call? <laughs> well, let me ask you. Uh-huh. Let, me, let me ask you. Uh, I just got a question for you. Yes, before mm-hmm. that call, if that call, if the call would have ended before that call, you would have won, wouldn't you? Yep. Yeah, but yeah, but you got to look at it. Uh, like this, uh, Mike. Uh, uh, wait, 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 This is what I'm saying. You asked. Let me let me explain. Any any fumble, any missed tackle, any drop pass, any missed block. Anything can result in you winning or losing the game. You never know if that ball that you drop don't turn into an eighty yard touchdown. You don't know if that tackle you right, miss right, right, right. So, so you can't say it was just that one play because you just don't know. But, but if it's at the, if it's at the end of the game, yes, it's, it's that's just the one play you saw. What if you made all the other plays, the game ain't close at the end. Yeah, I would agree with you, but I'm thinking about the Saints. That pass interference call, what, come on now. One play, one, one play can make overtime. the game. I'm sorry. But they had okay. overtime. That wasn't the last play of the game. They had overtime. They had overtime. That was not the last play of the game. The okay. game, okay, okay. I still say the game wasn't the winning overtime. The game wasn't the winning overtime. I think the refs make that call. Listen, listen, I'm an well, really you know, Mike, Mike and Will are going to remember this Will. Remember Casey Wilson threw that pass to Eric Terrell and the DB uh, interfered. Remember why, why right? You sure did. On purpose. Right. Know, on on purpose what? he you know did it. didn't happen in that game. Anthony caught a bomb all the way down the side. Sure line. did. Instead of running straight, he turned, dude tackled him, and we didn't yeah. get in. We didn't score. Nope. No. Wide right wouldn't have been um, wouldn't have been even up for discussion if he had just caught the ball and just ran straight to the end zone. Everybody complained about and it. Would have been, the game. No, he did. And it would have been worse in that yep. game. It would have been worse in that game than sixteen to three than heading into the fourth quarter because Florida State was kicking Miami's behind in that game. Florida State was kicking Miami's behind in that game. Yes, they were. They were. And they and it was yes, just they were. So the kicker, it was the just kicker a is the breaks. only thing that yeah. you remember because that's the last thing you saw. That's what. That's not why the game was lost. The game was lost because we didn't make plays that we could have made all game long. That's why. I mean, you know what? You, you, you can. And you know what? When I go back to that game, we dominated that game. Back to that game, Mike. Yeah, but when I go back to that game, you know should have really caught a lot of flash, Terrell Buckley. What the heck was he thinking on fourth and six? What was he thinking on fourth and six? That's that is that is the thing that that's the thing I couldn't figure. I was like, what did he thought they? What did he think they were gonna go with that ball? That's all I'm saying. I'm a Hurricane fan. I, I appreciate the way, well, but hey, well, it's just so, one of those so weird things. So hey, that's all I'm saying. Hey, but, that, that game was all on one place. Okay, yeah, but hey, you know, you, 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 I ain't gonna take it up for the kicker because you know what? He got one job. <laughs> he got one job. <laughs> one job. He's on scholarship, just like all those other players. Know what he do all practice besides sucking on the water bottle? Kicking him football. He, hey, he, he's off from everybody else. Kicking him football. Kicking him football. And that's hey, his man. job. 
do it. Right. Hey, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm hearing you, but that's a hard job. Hey, hey, that's why you. That's why. That's why you. You got a scholarship. You, that's you, the position he chose. You go get right. my twenty-five <laughs> yards. That good old, get old more than ten yards off the ground. I'll give you lunch. <laughs> I'm sorry, I told you. Up there, they hard Because they needed, they needed, they needed to hype somebody up, and he came along. 
okay, and he was there. And I don't think he's a bad boxer. He's not a great boxer, okay. And um, so you, it's a combination of both. Because there's not enough skilled big men, and he's there, of course they're going to hype him up. Unfortunately, Mr. Fury saw it, it put it into that. What you think, Luke? I think I'm going to agree. I mean, it's like so, so you're saying there's not enough good quality of the big man fighters anymore. They really want to make more of these out to be. So I think I had to. Agree, I think I have to agree with that. I mean, boxing are the same as it was when we were young. Yeah. Actually, they got to find this guy to hype him up and be more like a boxing. Uh, boxing's next great uh, heavyweight heavyweight fighter. Derek, is it possible that the, the reason why there's no uh, real skilled uh, boxers um, today, or as far as heavyweights anyway, uh, Tyson Fury is six feet nine, and they said he was this. He came in weighing over two hundred and sixty pounds. That's an NBA power forward and a defensive end in the NFL. Is it possible that boxers just isn't attractive to that great athlete? That's why we don't have any skilled big men. Uh, that's that's part of it. That's part of it. Uh, I think a bigger thing is we don't have as many quality trainers as you back in the day. Back in the day, you had Mike Tyson and all those guys. The guys like Cut Sabata and quick people like that. You had people like that in place that were training these guys. Not only that, I think that um, videos, videos like YouTube and all this other stuff give these dudes a false sense of reality. Because, like, I listened to Deontay Wilder talk about how Mike Tyson wasn't great or down the holy field wasn't great. And I was so happy he got in behind. I can't even tell you how happy I was. I'm like, dude, you ain't fighting nobody. There are no great boxers anymore. All the great athletes are either playing football, basketball, or they in the MMA. Nobody mm. wants to be a MMA. Uh, you want you want to get in the octagon, do your thing for 15 minutes and make your money and go home. Nobody wants to stay in the boxing ring getting hammered for an hour and a half <laughs> to do whatever they're gonna do. So, yeah, uh, I, think MMA. I think it's like a combination of all of those things, man. No, no good right. fighters. Like it used to be, the athletes are staying away from that sport. Nobody wants to get brain damage, get punched in the head, aided down by a person that's eight times they died. And mm. it's just it's not attractive anymore, man. So look here, Mike giving everything. Not many. Um, Mike giving every. <laughs> Mike giving everything that uh, Derek just said. Should should uh, there be a Fury Wilder three? It's gonna be. It it it, it will be. I I ask you, should there be? I know it's going to be one. Oh, yeah. You should yeah, be one. Yeah, but I, yeah. I, I think I, I think he's gonna he's gonna go back in the gym. He he, he they're gonna have to go back to the fundamentals. He, he he's gonna learn. He, he's, gonna, he's gonna learn how to throw throw a jab. He he's gonna he's gonna he to learn to throw a jab. Still just look for that one that one right. He's gonna have to learn how to use that jab. And become a complete boxer. Not a fighter. Mike, not only his dad, but he needs to learn how to uh, slip punches, dodge punches, and things like right. that. Because Tyson Fury is not the only guy that's hit him. He, he's he been hit by several guys. It's just that Deontay Wilder is one heck of a puncher. He's not much of a boxer right. as far as fundamentals. Mm. But he's a great he, – he, he has great power in his hand. 
So do you really think he can go and learn and, and uh, get the correct fundamentals to beat Tyson Fury? Yes. Hey, it, well, it may not be him, but it, it, it always comes some guy that can, can, comes along that that because I always think a great boxer will be the puncher at any time. So it, it's gonna be some it's, it's some 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 young guy out there that can box and get that long win. Gonna take 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 him out. I I don't think Wilder. He, I think he don't. He got on. He, he's in Wilder's head now. So I, I, I just don't think he'll be able to get think? His lips are swollen and all that stuff. I, I, think, I, I don't think he'll be able to his ear. Yeah, his brain, mm-hmm. his, his yeah. ear was bleeding and his mouth was bleeding. I mean, he had blood coming from everywhere. Everywhere. Hey, yo, did anybody else find it disturbing that Tyson Fury was leaking the blood off a of dude? Yeah, I say, what the heck is he doing? Bro, like, that's the Mike Tyson. Yeah. I'm going to chew your ear yeah. off stuff. I'm talking about it. He was smiling while he was doing it. Like, yeah. Yeah. That might have been what was in the wrong, what was going on with the Deontay Wilder. Like, what in the world is going on? Is this dude licking? <laughs> that dude like, was licking the blood <laughs> off the man, smiling while he was doing it. I was like, that's super Hey, that's, that's <laughs> some real, that's some serious sadistic stuff right there. Speaking of something that has bothered me, uh, the NFL owners proposes 17-game schedule. It just shows that the NFL owners care more about money than this supposed quote unquote player safety thing. Mike, what you but think? You, but you know that. Are the NFL are the NFL owners greedy? Or is this a great idea to go to seventeen games and give us one less preseason game? It's all about the money dollar. That's all they see. And the players thinking they because they don't have that extra playoff game, they're gonna make that extra big money because they get more money for the playoff. Yeah, I hear they they proposing fourteen teams also. What do you think, Zach? Now, I, well, this is where I look at it because you say, okay, see, I didn't totally understand it because you put it so it's one less preseason game and just an extra game, right? Mm-hmm. So it evens out. That's correct. So, you know, it, it, it so evens out. I mean, but of course it's about the money, but it even. But we always talk about this about safety. You know, they don't give a ding dang about safety. Come on now, it's about money. That's why I hate when they find certain players for certain things. Oh, interest safety. You know, interest of safety of the game. Get out of here. Stop it. You full of malarkey. Lou, what do you think? Well, um, both cases because um, you know it does compensate. You know, they would get get rid of the. Uh, last season game get the three in exchange for the extra for the extra game, which does kind of balance out. But on the other hand, uh, the owners I think maybe you know are getting greedy and thinking, you know, not thinking much of the player's safety. So it's kind of like uh, you know goes both ways. But the players, you know, they said they're not really interested in, in playing the 17th game. So this is why we might be at a standstill when the vote happens on Wednesday, supposedly. So uh, you're kind of stuck in a bind here. So Derek, who wins in that stalemate, billionaires or millionaires? <laughs> and this one, I'm going to actually go the opposite of everybody. 
I actually think okay. it's a good deal for the players if you look at if you look at the players outside of the top five percent of the league. They're going to have the most benefit in this. The rich dudes like the J.J. Watts and Tom Brady and Drew Brees, they probably not going to like this deal. But for the guys who make league minimum, they get a raise, the league minimum going to go up for veterans from, I think it's uh, like a million to like two and a half. You get three uh-huh. extra roster spots. You get um, – you get um, guys can go on IR during the season and then their season not be over, so that way people that are really have have real injuries, the team gets a chance to actually replace you with a healthy guy instead of rushing you back to try to help them make the playoffs. You get a little bit of extra time to recover. They get more bonuses for off-season workouts. They increase that. They increase the minimum pay for a lot of the guys who are in, like, the bottom percentile who are living paycheck to paycheck, just trying to make it in the league, hoping they get to that next check. So, I think the owners are greedy by wanting the seventeenth game, but then the other flip side of that is just like y'all just said, it's about player safety. Them dudes that play that last preseason game are just hitting dummies. They out there yep. and they risk their life and limb trying to make a roster that most of them already know they're not gonna make. So why even put right. them through that? Because then when they leave, when they done, even if one of them got brain damage, the league don't owe them anything. They just out of there. So at least we got people right. who are better in it out here playing the first regular season game instead of the last one. They also help them out with practice time. They get more practice time, but they get less practice time in pads. So they, at least they get a chance to get their body in the state because you don't have to do snapping like three of them time they clip in the preseason. So if you if you really look at all the details that are in it, the top, like I said, the top five to 10% of the players ain't going to be happy because they're not going to see the big increase, the big increase is paying for all the people that are in the middle or at the bottom who need every paycheck they can get, who need every bonus that they can get. So I actually think it's a decent deal. Plus, they added a third, uh, they added a third party to um, arbitrate discipline. So Roger Cadell can no longer just say, "Hey, you got to suspend it." They got the NFL Players Union. They have him, and then they have a third part that we comes do in. We do it every night. Every night. I was alone. What, whatever the punishment was or whatever they did right after was fair or not. Based on situation, circumstances, and previous questions. Every night. I don't know what that is. Okay. That's not me. <laughs> That's not no, me. That was, that was <laughs> No, that was me that um what happened oh, okay. was I clicked Every on night. to try to understand. Every night they do it. I want <laughs> I know, right? That that was a Don't Cascade commercial and we are we're, we're oh, not yeah, sponsored yeah. by Cascade. But anyway, um what <laughs> I was trying to do was uh, hold on, hold on, look hold on, up hold on, the Derek, seventeen game season. Derek, I have a question yeah. for you. Mm-hmm. You said yeah. you know, you that, that that that's that's funny as heck to be talking about guy living paycheck to paycheck. What's the minimum in the NFL? Uh, I think like 180,000 something like that. Well, well, this is the thing, though. This is the thing that you also have to account for. When we throw out the numbers, you have to account for you have to account for what state they're in. Because if you live in California and the league minimum Uh is a book seventy, by the time you get through paying taxes, your representation—if you got anything, you might clear ninety grand. Ninety grand for just living expenses in California. Never mind being a pro football player is nothing. Your rent for for a shoebox is twenty five hundred. You know so, what? Okay, I didn't make it, it like that. You're right. You're it correct. From, you're right. You're from right. From case to case. Now, if you're in Florida, where you have no state income tax, things are you uh-huh. know what I mean, a, a lot better 
for you economically, and that might seem like a boatload of money. But for those guys, like I said, who live in these states that are heavily, heavily taxed, as soon as you cross the hundred thousand dollars, that money go quick. Yeah. That money go quick, and then you, you know, I mean, you gotta account for your your own family travel if they want to do like all of that stuff has to be taken into consideration. That's why I feel like it's a good deal for the middle to the bottom half of the league. The guys no. at the top don't have something to say. The only people you've seen right. come out and say anything is Richard Sherman and J.J. White, guys who are have been multimillionaires since the day they stepped into the league. You haven't heard one dude that's not a gazillionaire open his mouth because he knows right. at the end of the day this is a good deal for him. And what the representation in the league has to start doing is stop looking out for just themselves, but look out for dude 53 on the roster who may only be here for three years. He might not even see the end of this deal, but he'll get the most benefit out of it in, in the short term, which will help him out in the long term. You could do that for life. But you're, right. what, you're, what, you're, what you're proposing um, with the seven, I, mean, I like everything you said about the 17-game schedule is, you see, now you got a problem with the NFLPA. What you're proposing is a problem with the NFLPA because, like you said, the top guys are not going. The top guys are going to be against this all day, every day. But guess right. who is the legal? Who, but guess who's the, the 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 representation? Who's the vice president and who's the president? It's the top, top guys. guys. So they're not going. Well, they're, they're not going to look out for. Fault, they're not. That's what that's what I'm getting ready to say. They're not yeah. going to look out for guy 53, guy 52. You know what I'm saying? And so that's the right. player's fault. It's the same thing with the Major League Baseball situation. Everybody's jumping on Rob Manfred for what he did, but he said, hey, the union said that these guys are granted immunity. That was a negotiation right. that we had. In order for them to come forward, we had to grant immunity to players. So players couldn't be disciplined for this. So while everybody's jumping on him and the owner for what they said, nobody's giving any – yeah, Mr. Well, Mr. Walker, Mr. Walker, I'm glad yes, you brought that up because yes. I because I wanted yeah. you to bring that up because mm-hmm. if I'm a Houston Rockets player and Houston I go Astros. up to the plate, the, the, the yeah, if I'm an Astro and I go up to if I go to the plate and a pitcher hit you me might as well get with a ball, you might as well get mad. No, you well, might as well get mad. Well, well, okay, well, true. Well, I'm not gonna say he ain't gonna do it, but. I tell you, I tell you what, I'm, I'm mm-hmm. make sure I get got me some good good lawyers, cause me and him <laughs> gonna have it. Cause I, I promise you, see, I'm, see yep. now, it was, if it's an accident that you hit me with a ball, I you know that that's in the, in the game of baseball. Right, right it's now in my true. mind, it's not an accident. You, you know, that's right. That's right. That's 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 not an accident. Accident. In my mind, right now, you already you are, they already got my already yep. got bets out there. Uh, um, at least eighty times, eighty eighty times that a player goes up to the bat, he's going he's to the plate. He's going to get hit. Mike, let me let me interrupt you just real quick. Let me say this about the Major League okay. Baseball spoken rule and this this foolishness with the they're going to throw the Houston Astros players. Okay, it's going to happen. It is what it is. No, but I, 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 I'm really I'm really baffled by the Yankees and the Dodgers because as of last year, before they did this report, or the the commissioner did this report. The rumor around baseball was that it was the Red Sox, Yankees, Dodgers, Astros, and a couple of other teams that were doing the videotaping of stealing signs. And now right. it's mighty convenient for the Dodgers and the Yankees to be on a high horse, Aaron Judge and Cody Bellinger, to be on a high horse when before they did this commissioner report, 
there were several teams implemented or rumored to be doing sign stealing. So I say this. If I'm a Houston Astro and you throw at one of my guys, the Houston Astros got two guys in that bullpen that throw close to 100 miles an hour. The same way you throwing at my guys, I got two guys in that bullpen that can throw just as hard. So you got to be careful throwing at people. And they got the hand. perfect manager. But they no no no, I wouldn't worry about the bat. No, that's assault. They they got no, Dusty. I, it slipped and out Dusty my hand. is a okay, I hear you. Swinging at the ball slip. But Dusty is a no nonsense mm. manager and he believes in protecting his players. Dusty is not right. Dusty may not agree with that whole thing, but Dusty's not gonna let you aim at his players. Yeah, I can promise you that. He ain't going to let nobody just take free willy aim at the Houston Astros players, given however they feel, because he's got two guys in that bullpen that throw close to 100 miles an hour. Now, your pitcher may throw 85, 87. Imagine getting hit with a 98, 99-mile-an-hour fastball. So you got to be careful throwing that guy. Yes. You got to be careful with throwing that guy. And I don't understand. I just don't understand the the, the self-righteousness. That's why I'm going after your star player. I agree. Exactly. I I, I, I can tell you. I can tell you, Will. I can sum it up for you real easy. Mm -hmm. Baseball. Lou, you just going to have to go with me on this one. You got to hear me out on this one. All right. Okay. Baseball is like the last good old boy sport. I'm, I'm saying like that, again. and then I'm going to explain what I'm saying. Baseball is like the last middle sport, And baseball people's problem is that this was something that they couldn't control. Baseball people love control. They love control more than mm-hmm. the NFL do. Trust me when I tell you, they love it way more than they do. Um, and their problem is this happened, and we couldn't do nothing about it. So that's why everybody's freaking out. Just like you said, the guys talking about, oh, uh-oh. We would have won a title. They took a title from us. They took this from us. They took this from us. No, they didn't. You lost. Well, <laughs> Everybody yeah. cheated. They just cheated a little bit better than you did. Get over that it. Is cheating. Get over it. Suck it up. Uh, I, I agree with one thing. If you know what pitch is coming, great. But Mike did say something that made sense. You might know it's coming, but if it's 112, hit it. <laughs> I tell you to. Hit it. So <laughs> I, I, I thought about that real hard the last time Mike said it. So a lot right. of stuff, man, all of this whining and complaining, it's because baseball people couldn't control something. And their game is still control. Control. I want to tell you where the pitch is. I want to tell you what you can do. That's like all these unwritten rules that we were talking about. Who came up with all this stuff? You can't look right. at the pitch. You can't swing your back. Yeah. It's all control-based. And something happened in their game in – the American game, the game that we love, that we're going to keep pure. That's why nobody gets into our Hall of Fame. They lost control of something, and now nobody knows how to handle it. all that is. Let's add to that, that the fact that it's Hispanic guys are the ones that were the ones that started this. See, nobody wants to talk about that. Nobody wants right. to talk about Joey Cora right. being – Absolutely, they are crushing this dude. They are crushing this dude. But you know what? What about Shoeless Joe Jackson and what he did back in the 20s? I know it's it almost over 100 years ago or more than 100 years ago. Yeah. It, but don't, he it don't matter. Betting and cheat. But, but, but Derek, he was betting and cheating on games he was playing in. Pete Rose 
is is vilified and he's banned from baseball, but you would think Joey Cora killed somebody. You, I'm serious. You would really think this dude, you would think this dude did something so heinous that it calls for this man to be fearful for his life. But because he is a Hispanic and it's a good old boy's game, like you said, that's why it's looked at that way. And if that bothers anybody, what I said is just the truth. It's just the truth. It's, it's the way it goes. It's about control, man. It's, it's not about, it's not about you violating the rules. You took the control from me. It's like it's like a little kid with a remote control in his hand. You took the remote without asking me and did something that was beneficial for you without right. without running it by me first. That's all that is. I've been watching the whole thing, just just laughing to myself at how pissed these people are because we can't control something. Think about it. Baseball is the only baseball is the only sport where the Hall of Fame is is uh, elected by people who've never been involved in the sport other than to write about it. Mm. Right. That's all they do. They write about it. They, <laughs> you don't have no yeah. part in it. Your, your election committee is based on a bunch of people who went to journalism school. <laughs> they play baseball. They ain't do none of that. All the people up top are analytics people. They don't even have baseball people most of, most of the time making the decisions. You know why? Because I can control what an analytics person thinks because I can control the numbers. I can't control what right. a baseball student thinks because he knows what he's looking at versus what the numbers say. It's all about control for them. And somebody took the control. Well, the, somebody made him because nobody can make him do what they want him to do. All these other owners want to kick Rod Manson behind, but they can't. You can't do nothing to him. Right. <laughs> well, you think y'all want to take that piece of metal, metal away from somebody? <laughs> they might do, but they can't. Hey. It happens. <laughs> it's over with. I know. So, Lou, let me ask you, because you're more of a baseball person than me. Now, my question is, they they saying that they took the game from them because they know what the pitch, pitch was. The pitch that was coming. Now, but if you're on the other side, when you come up the bat and then you um, outscore the, the team that's still yeah. inside, don't you win? Yep. Right. Mm-hmm. So yep. what what I'm thinking, y'all, they did all this crying and saying that they was because I know everybody still signs. So they, um, Baldwin yep. yeah, and, uh, and the Astros Yes. So if you if you can hit the other team, you'll win. So I, the same I, thing I, for I take your. Yo, there you go. Yes. There you go. Because somebody, somebody, yeah, somebody called me and said, "Oh, you, you seen that Lane Kiffin came down, went to Miami and, and got a player." I said, "Yeah, he probably took a suitcase down to Miami and got a and got a player." That's probably what happened. No, it was from the University of Florida. He went and got a player from the University of Florida. Supposedly a five-star player, but yeah, I said, yeah, he probably took a suitcase. He took a suitcase to the boy house and dropped it off on on the front porch. Yeah. So what? He did the same thing everybody yeah. was doing. Everybody took the yeah. plane by yeah. <laughs> And we, I, I got to ask your opinion because you, 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 you mm-hmm. the coach, they still giving the coach from Colorado that went to um, Memphis State a hard time. Saying that he's a liar and all this—that is the. Cause, tell me if I'm wrong, here, fellas. Especially you, Lou. I want to hear your opinion. If I 
I am working for Florida State University t- t- tonight. Florida State has got this big function with the boosters and all. I'm still employed by this school. And I and I have to get up and make a little speech and I tell you, yes, sir, I'm I'm one hundred percent behind Florida State. And you're my team. But seven thirty in the morning yeah. university yeah. the University of Florida the University of Florida um Put a put a contract on my desk that tell me I'm making five million dollars. I think I'm gonna sign that five million dollars. Yes. Mike, you know. I'm signing that five million dollars contract. But you, but you know the answer to that and why uh, Mel Tucker's getting all that mess because Mel Tucker's black. It's just that simple. But see, the only (laughs) thing about it is we 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 can't we can't do what's best for us. We got to go through the proper channels and the proper procedures to do what they think is best for us. That's the thing that irritates me more than anything else about sports. I don't understand it. I hate it, and I just don't. And that's what this is about. See, had Nick Saban, oh, my bad, he did do that. He said, I wasn't going, wasn't going, wasn't going, and then he left and he went to Alabama. Nobody said a word. It was said for one week, and they let it go. And all they talked about was how Nick Saban was getting ready to build Alabama. Mel Tucker's been gone, and all they want to talk about is how he's disloyal, dishonest, and he's a liar. That's all they want to talk about. Nick Saban did the same exact doggone thing, but it's talking about how Nick Saban was going to build Alabama. But Mel Tucker's every, every piece of bad trash or every dishonest thing there is. He took the better job. That's all it is. He took the better job. But how? It's a but control, I it's a control issue, gentlemen. Well, D, D, but but the thing is, he's well, why? Him. Where did he? Where did he lie? Where was he lying? Because he, oh, he went in in these parents' um, living room and told their kids that he's gonna. All the coaches tell tell the kids the same story, and as soon as they get another job, paying better money, well, they go. Well, listen, listen, let me. This is the thing that nobody talks about, Mike. You know, every year they have the hot assistant list. Everybody knows about the hot assistant or the hot coach list, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. Tom, Tom Herman recruited all them dudes, including – I remember Ed Oliver, the first five-star to ever go to Houston to play football. You went, you recruited Ed Oliver, and all these dudes, you left next week. Nobody said a word. Mike Norvell recruited a whole bunch of people to Memphis and then turned around and brought some of them same kids to Florida State. What about the other people that he had sat in their living room and talked to? I only use them because I'm one of the two that just come to my mind real quick. But this is what happened. Everybody want to make this out to be some kind of love affair where it's personal. This is business. And these people are in the business to make it so they do what's best for their family in long term. Not just today, not just tomorrow, just like but the school can decide and listen. We don't like what you're doing two years into your contract, so we're going to raise the money to just get rid of you. What's the difference? <laughs> Everybody still did what was best for what they wanted to do. It's the same thing. I don't even understand why it's an issue, unless it's just for the reason that we're saying it's because a black person decided that they were going to do what they wanted to do. Everything is not about race, but a lot of things are about control. I should be able to tell you what you can and can't do. And you were going to do what I said because I make the rules. You have to follow him. Who said He's the coach. Y'all want him, not the other way around. Because think about it. If Mel Tucker has another season like he had last, you really think he's still in Colorado at the end of the year? No, he's not. They're going to fire him in a second. They're going to fire him two years into your contract. It ain't no difference. So if I'm Mel Tucker, if somebody come next week and tell me they're going to give me a $2 million raise on top of what I got, I'm out. 
Then to be and the and the piggyback on that, Derek, Willie Taggart did Mel Tucker a favor. Willie Taggart showed that, hey, no matter what I do, I did what you asked me to do. You asked me to come in and clean up your program to bring kids, get kids to go to school, and you was gonna give me time to build a program the way uh to get it back to the national level in my image or in my or the way I want the, the program to be represented. And the school said, Hey, you know what, a year and a half in, no what nah, don't worry about it. So Mel Tucker probably looked at Willie Taggart and said, Shoot, they didn't give Willie no chance. And he's exactly. at Who say they're going to give me? Who say they're going to give me? Hey, I might as well do what's best for me. Ain't nothing wrong with that. I don't have a problem with do. it. And for, that, that's what people call the American way. It's a capitalist society. Hmm. Do what you're going to do. <laughs> do what's best for you. I know what's not best for sports fans right now is college basketball. This is some. This is <laughs> probably the worst. College basketball, I have seen. I actually like watching the girls play more than I like watching the men. Um, I agree. It's a but curse. That, it's curse. It's a curse to be number one. If you if you, if you, if you rank number one, I'm, don't give me. I don't want nobody. I don't want for the sake they ever get close to number one. You may not, but I give me number one to be well, number that's one. My question. That's, that's curse. my question to you, though. Do you think? Do you think Florida State's a one seed? That's what I was going to ask. Do you think that Florida State has the opportunity to be a one seed in the in the NCAA tournament this year? As of right now, I, I, I heard them talk about it the other day. They're a, mm-hmm. they're on a number two line right now, but they play Louis, mm-hmm. Louisville tomorrow night. And if they beat Louisville, they say they possible as they can because they. Duke, they took the game from them. Duke, I hate to say it, but they, Duke, they took the game from Duke. Yeah. Yeah, they took that game from us when yeah. we played Duke. Who was they? Duke or the ref? The common, combination of both. Yeah. And down the street. The combination. I don't use to complain about it in basketball. Not probably, but it was. That was bad. It was a combination with down, down, down the street. Um, our point guard got hit so hard, his contact got uh, knocked out, and the referee didn't call nothing. He should wear goggles. Don't wear contact. Yeah. Right. <laughs> well, he said, <laughs> I ain't going to fool with you today, sir. But he, went, he, he tried to wear he tried to wear, he tried to wear a nose guard the other day, but he couldn't do it. They had to take uh-huh. it off. What's the yeah, over man. under? Let me ask all of you guys. What's the over under for that big Monday game between Louisville and Florida State? Is it fifty five uh, or fifty? The over under. That's gonna be a brutal game. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, it's gonna be. Whoever can have teams, um, players that can play left by by the ten minute mark of the of the. Of the uh, Second half because it's it gonna be some foul calls and some foul given in that game, boy. And it's gonna I be think, some hit. Real quick, real quick in news. Real, real quick in news are the obvious. Uh, the other Morris twins joined the Lakers after he cleared waivers from the buyout from the Pistons. All right, go ahead. That's it. Very bad hit. Mark, his brother, his brother evolved with the game. His brother became a great three-point shooter. You know what I mean, he can stand still and knock it down all day. Um, this Mars mm-hmm. twin still plays like one of them back to the basket. You know what I mean, kind of in between small forward, power forward dudes. The Lakers didn't. The Lakers didn't need none of that. The Lakers, the Lakers needed spot-up shooters. 
when they let Reddy Jackson in the worst way. Up by the Clippers. Yeah, that was that was not a good thing. They needed another ball handler and another playmaker. They let the dude that they needed to get go across the hall to the Clippers. They didn't need another big body. They need another skilled ball handler, and that's not what he is. He just wanted to go to L.A. to be close to his brother. That's all. That's it. Pretty much. So can March Madness salvage this season? Can March Madness salvage this bad college basketball season? Because everybody gets excited. They get to make their picks um, in regards to their pools and stuff for the brackets. But will March Madness be able to get people? Will will, will people be interested? Because I'm serious. College basketball is tough to watch this year. And it's been tough to watch for a lot of years. The only thing was that Zion was such a huge personality that he made it exciting last season. But the, but the basketball wasn't all that great, to be honest with you, outside of Duke and a couple other teams. But this year is just bad. And I'm disappointed in Michigan State. I really thought Michigan State would take that leap and be able to do, you know, be like Kansas this year and, and you know, make a return trip to the Final Four. But they, I don't know, man. Michigan State, just they, they tough to Highly watch. Highly unlikely. Yeah. Yeah, it is, but you never know. With the NCAA tournament, man, you you just get you just need six games to get hot, or well, really eight games. You got to start in your conference yeah. uh, tournament, and then you make that run in March Madness. But are you guys excited about March Madness? Let me make this individual. I know what you I think? am. Are you excited? With my really? seen all pirates, Who do you with like? Driver's seen Eastern Conference, yes. You like Seton Hall? That was, was my pirates. <laughs> Don't you guys have a guy that's the leading scorer who's averaging like 23 or 24 points a game? You mean Miles Powell? Yes. I think that's who he is. Miles Powell. Is he, is, is he really that good? Is he NBA good? Let me ask you that. Well, I don't know if he'll be the top overall draft pick in the, in the upcoming draft, but I think he's NBA worthy, yes. Okay. Well, I mean – that's all that matters. As long as he gets a shot in the NBA, that's that's what I'm asking. Dave, what you think? Uh, are you excited? Florida State is going to actually have a winning season in in, in any sport this year because your basketball, your football team didn't do all that well. So your basketball team is carrying your weight now. Oh, <laughs> I like to say it. I like to say it. I like to say it. Um, go ahead, bro. As a, as a go ahead, Mike. Team record was. As his team record was in football. <laughs> <laughs> but go ahead, no, go ahead and answer the other question for him, D. I'm gonna be quiet. All right. Uh, well, I'm 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 in wait and see mode with with us in the tournament. The only reason why I say that is because the last two years I felt like we've had teams good enough to get to the Final Four, and for some reason when we get to the Elite Eight, this is not me whining. This just from watching basketball. They have been allowing us to get mauled by people. Like, they let Gonzaga beat up our team last year. And, you know what I mean? Like, once I don't know what it is, when we get to that round of eight, it's like the refs just swallow their whistles. If you ain't going to go, you ain't going to get nothing. So, I'm in wait and see mode. I don't I don't know. If we can get a good officiate when we make it to the round of eight, then we might have a shot. Till then, I don't know. I think we got a good team. I like that kid. Uh, the Williams dude, the freshman, I like him. Yeah. That dude's gonna be a that dude's gonna be a basketball player for real. He reminds me a lot of uh Kevin Gilly from last year who I wish would have came back to school because I think he could have probably could have we probably could have got there with him. But it's a way to would it would it help him also. I need, I need one of our students to win something. Now listen, don't forget no Mike. I my my uh my softball team is number one. 
My volleyball team, I think, really? is close to that too. Really? So really? Yes, really. Uh, hey, really? I'm, I'm a seminal. I'm a seminal for every sport. I tried me and track team number one two D. There you go. Really? There you go. Really? We really. talk about Olympic. We talk. We we y'all are talking Olympic <laughs> sports for intercollegiate <laughs> athletics right now. Are y'all serious hey, right now? D, 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 coming from the man that, that this is the man that's talking about footballs from oh, across no, Zach, the pond. Uh, 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 Mike, 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 I want you to, I want you to, Mike, I want you to, I want you to hold your thoughts. I want you to hold your thoughts. And you're going to lay off, you're going to, you're going to lay off the world game of football, matter of fact. But I want you to hold your thoughts. I want, you, I, want, I want you to hold your thoughts. Go ahead, Zach. I want to get Zach's opinion, and then I want Mike, because I got some special words for Mike when it comes to college basketball right now. So, Zach, uh-huh. are you excited for March Madness this year? But, see, I, I, I am, but I'm excited every year. So, you know, I just love I just love the tournament itself. And believe it or not, boy, Will, I'm about to commit a sin. I'm actually pulling for Florida State because I think they have what it takes to win it. Their defense is impeccable. They got that. Their defense is awesome. Florida State, I've watched a couple of their games. So, my Hurricanes ain't going to do nothing. So, I might as well pull for the in-state rival, which is them, okay? But I, 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 I am. I am. And then, but I'm like them. Will, you don't agree. But I support, I'm a Hurricane fan through and through. So, I, sometimes I do watch the Hurricane track team every now and then. And, um, you know, believe it or not, if they, uh, it's, it's hard to find it. The volleyball team, all that. So, I'm with them. I, I'm a Hurricane fan all the way. So, if you're a fan, I'm a fan of each one of their teams. Unfortunately, you know, I'm with Mike. You you support the shit now, so they cross their one path, so we can support the other teams. <laughs> All right? <laughs> you support the shit now, okay? So I'm with Mike. <laughs> it's, 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 first of all, y'all are saying it wrong. It's football. Okay, it's football. Oh, okay. All right, Mike Walker. <laughs> Mike football. Yeah. Mike Walker. Okay. Yeah. Now, yeah. we all know that as much as a home and I, I'm going to give Derek some credit because he's talking about soccer and volleyball for Florida State and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. But we all know that you are not a full supporter of everything Florida State. Now, I think you are using your Homer card this year because the main team. Well, hold on, 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 hold for North Carolina when it comes to basketball. See, yeah, and yes, I, I do like North Carolina in basketball. But but Florida State is my number one team. And Don't get it twisted. And baseball. And football and baseball. In all sports. In all sports. I am – no. Uh, no, yes, no. yes. During, ba- yes. During, during basketball season, under your Florida State work gear, you got a Tar Heels shirt on with your Florida State oh, hat and your Florida State oh, work, oh. work shorts. Wait, 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 no, wait, wait, wait a minute. You, oh. Wait, wait, wait. Well, now, well, if, if he said that, notice what he said. I've got a who, – who's on top, D? <laughs> hey, I, hey, I rest, hey, I rest hey, my case. Mike, I guess yes, it's, it's underneath, it's closer to your heart. 
Um, that's 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Eastern. So check them out. Lou, how can they find how can they find you on Facebook? Just go to just uh, type in my name, Lou Tenor, at Facebook. You can also reach me at LouTenor45 at capital gmail.com. Remember, capitalize the G, please. I will. I, I will send it. ID, have you gotten? Have you have you been able to get everything situated as far as the YouTube channel with your son and everything? Um, if you want to go ahead and give that information out. No, no, it, it's been it's been pedal to the middle for the last two months. I'm working on it, but sleep sleep is my most important ally right now. <laughs> you got that newborn. You got hey, that. You got that newborn. Me and little dude was on the couch today, man, and, and uh. Uh, he dozed off first. He dozed off about 145, man, and I was right behind him. I think when I woke up, it was like, oh, both of us were still hanging over drooling, man. I was like, good boy, good boy. <laughs> so, no, nah, man, I'm, I'm working on it. <laughs> that is, I'm going to see everybody in the group, in the group chat, man, right when we get off. That'll work. Mike, what you want to talk about before we get out of here? What's this, what you got to add about sports or yeah. anything about life? Man, man life though, man. This this is the best stress release that that a person can ever have. I'm sitting here with y'all guys doing this little sports talk podcast gig, it, it makes make my day. I I can't. Starting Wednesday, I started getting the itch on Wednesday, and 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 it's like a snowball. Come on, going downhill. Speed up. Get get the Sunday. Get the Sunday at six because this is really, I really enjoy myself. Yeah, I would agree. I'm glad. To, I'm glad to present you guys with that platform to do it. I, you know, you guys, Mike. You know, I love doing this. This is, this is uh, fun. Uh, for me, yes. uh, going back and forth with other sports fanatics. Uh, again, I, I invite anyone to come on. You don't have to agree with our opinion. You can have a difference of opinion. Only thing I ask is that you be respectful and allow somebody else to get their point of view across also. But please don't forget to join me tomorrow morning at 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on the Spreaker app. Going to talk about Dwayne Wade's retirement party. Going to talk about as Mike said, football. We're going to talk about the Champions League. Don't get ready for that. That's going to happen on Tuesday and Wednesday. Listen, I close the podcast no matter what format it is, the same way every single time. Say a prayer for somebody because prayer changes things. I holler. Y'all be safe. Mike, Derek, be easy, man. I'll get up with you guys. Yes. All right. All right. I want to do.